0: a oh, man. <laughs> woo.
1: And a strut off. Is this getting out of control or what?
2: Woo! <laughs>
0: it's not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beat me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. So the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, i got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, small Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an 8 and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one on one and then add 66 and two thirds percent. I got a 141 and two thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe... The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you. <laughs> sacrifice. Uh,
3: uh, I, I never saw
0: sacrifice. Uh,
4: I think that he lost. <laughs> uh, but I, despite I, the one hundred forty-three percent chance of winning,
3: I don't know from math. I can't. But see I'm really curious up. to see if any of that checks out. I think it. Does, it sounded. I know when he subtracted twenty-eight from thirty-three and a third. He, his math is correct. The Naked yes. Gun movie. By the yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh. Your show. Yes,
4: welcome to Cheap Podcast episode four. Three? Uh, and then four? Well, four because... The oh, I'm pr- sorry. We, yes,
5: we had the... uh Very th- embarrassing for you, Henry. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's call it three and a <laughs> no, third. No, let's call it four, you're right. Well, dude. if you take this three and a third episode <laughs> and add it to the, you know... you got four
0: five for you! Two,
5: two quarter episode. My
0: <laughs> 75% is Joe's new yeah,
5: that makes this ep- no, <laughs> and you know this is a real episode. So that makes this episode thirty three and a sixth. Oh yes. man, I, I, oh, I, it made me. I'm yearning now
3: for something similar In like a rap battle. Where his percentages <laughs> of being a better MC are brought up, and he does like this awesome math problem. Yep. With the tightest Flow Vol. I'm just so impressed that Scott Signer was able to like com-
5: like keep all of that math in his
3: brain. Seriously, yeah. if he wasn't well, making it up, it's still pretty impressive. Yeah,
5: I mean that clip too. Like, there's the animation made by I forgot who made it, but it's like it's super great and throws all the facts and numbers up there, and it's really fun to watch. But then the actual clip that it's from, like watching everyone have to nod, and like the girl with the mic <laughs> is just like, "This is serious." Oh man, Samoa Joe, you're Saint- or Joe, you better watch out.
4: <laughs> uh, so I am Dave, Dave! Decimal System Rudden, your host of the Cheap Podcast. With me, I have my fellow friend
6: in wrestling, Fra- uh, the Henry Steiner uh, Hank Gilbert, <laughs> Master um, of the Henry Steiner,
3: Chris the Male Booty Tista. nice,
6: male...
4: <laughs> and joining us for the first time, uh, Brett Wrestle Buddies Elston. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so this is a it's kind of a special episode. We traditionally have done an episode right before pay-per-view but the thing with the royal rumble is it's so damn far away
6: yeah they took quite a break on pay-per-views
4: well wwe as every other media company under the sun they take off for christmas well the wwe they do the closest you can do they tape a whole bunch of shows Mm -hmm. and then they don't do anything until Right after Christmas, now they're they're gearing back up. They've brought back the Rock, and mm-hmm. uh, they've started to
6: they've get, they're getting into uh, speeding it up,
3: getting yeah, into yeah. high gear for the Rock. <laughs> the Rock Some new movies up. anymore?
6: Yeah, that's what he
4: mainly. Yeah, does. Yeah, I, I mean he's on however long he can ever have for a break. So he he's is like in two d- months of the year he's yeah.
6: he's in WWE though. He only wrestles on pay per views. Like, yeah,
4: but he is putting himself into WWE more than he has mm-hmm. since he. And like I, left for good. He I, he's been on for three consecutive
3: shows, which is more than he's. Because I, I don't know what what that is behind that. Is that his own personal love for it, or just the desire? For yeah, for a lot money?
4: of money. Yeah, money.
3: Some some love. I, and there has to be some love. He yeah. could do a fucking another Chef Boyardee commercial if he wanted to. Yeah.
6: Well, yeah, he still keeps work. doing a ton of money. Uh, movies. Doing, movies.
3: Yeah. He's doing money all out of the place. <laughs> Man, he filled in for Brendan Fraser. Like, that is, that's worse than filling in for Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. Or Channing Tatum. Or Channing Totem. <laughs> so, in a bit of a dry spell, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a... I
6: think it's an exciting time in, in WWE yeah. right now.
4: Well we're starting to get back into it. The yeah. holidays were a little bit dull. We're getting close to the road to WrestleMania. Yes. So we've got the the Royal Rumble in a little over 3 weeks. We'll have kind of a setup show for that mm-hmm. when the time comes. But we did just celebrate the 20th anniversary of Raw, which
6: But since we just had the 1000th episode of Raw, it almost makes like a 20th anniversary celebration like little it's still good. It was on under- the same cool. thing about
3: Spider-Man.
6: Yeah, <laughs> well, didn't hit 50. Well, I was, it was 50. Yeah, it was 50 years old last year, but this year will be the 50th anniversary of the Amazing Spider-Man series. So. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> Aha.
6: But that's not what this episode. That's not what this show's about. Yeah.
3: Oh man! I for some reason I got stuck on this loop of the multiple appearances of Macho Man Randy Savage on Arsenio Hall. <laughs> and Arsenio, like, if you want further proof of being the worst interviewer of all time, <laughs> like, Macho Man, he's just coming out like proclaiming his greatness.
5: That's interesting
6: Come
3: <laughs> <laughs> on oh, oh, man There's so much to work with here
5: Man, Just literally say anything And he will
3: react
6: to say it Say anything Being a late night uh. host in wrestling Did you see the one where Richard Belzer Got his head broke open by Hulk Hogan <laughs> What? No the Yeah Richard Belzer and Hulk Hogan So Hulk Hogan was on a talk show Richard Belzer hosted This was like Pre WrestleMania one, yep. and so he he's like Hulk Hogan, who is not an, te- you would not call him a scientifically gifted wrestler who does holds. <laughs> I almost he's did. like he's like Richard Belzer. I'm going to show off. I'm going to put you in a sleeper hold. He puts him in a sleeper hold, does knock him out. With Richard Belzer, is trying to be good sport, but he's like waving his arms. Are like no, you're seriously, you're you're knocking no. me out. He goes limp. Uh. Hulk Hogan, being the nice guy that he is, just lets him go. Drops him, and you hear like Like him. He just falls, head bounces off the concrete uh, or off the stage floor, hard stage floor. And then Hogan just looks around like, uh, uh, what? And then Then, Belzer uh, wakes back up.
5: Belzer's body flickers and
6: disappears. (laughs) Belzer's bleeding out of the back of his head, but Hogan picks him up, and Belzer's like, We'll be right back, guys. And uh, then 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 this clip ends, and then it's Belzer like months later, he's like, And I sued World Wrestling Federation over this. Wow. And and he got a bunch of money out of him. Well, yeah. yeah. As he should have. Hogan injured him. Anyway, I'm sorry. We
4: can talk a little bit before we get into the whole Raw 20th anniversary about Mm -hmm. what they've been doing lately. Uh, I I did watch a lot more... Raw and WWE in general, like as it happened during the holiday season, mm. which is probably the worst time to do it because they're tr- they're not trying. <laughs> nobody's trying. <laughs> yeah, it. You know, yeah, I watched is a uh, tribute
2: to
6: the troops.
5: They did the tribute to the troops, and I, then, I did watch the one the one episode of Impact I watched or TNA. I'm still yeah. not clear on what the name of that <laughs> organization is anymore. But uh, the one episode I watched, it was like the open mic night, open fight night, uh, uh, what? and it was very clear that it was like this is taped or something, and no one really wants to be here tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll be back yeah. in January, everybody. Yeah. As per my New
4: Year's resolution, mm-hmm. I <laughs> I, I watched TNA last week, and they do. Yeah, they have this one clip, I guess, almost on a weekly basis where they take two. Uh, "Quote unquote," like amateur, like people that came up through their system what? and are, are having their first match against each other in TNA, mm. and they had these two vignettes for these two guys that were like, "This is my first fight in TNA, and I really want to break out." And I'm like, "I'm looking up who these guys are." They are guys who wrestled for probably three or four months for the WWE in 2008. <laughs> Oh, wow. And, and yeah. just had such unceremonious careers that they're able to, like, they, they have that know. slight that's amount sad. of cachet where it's like someone would watch and be like, oh, that's the guy who was on the first <laughs> kind of half like, hour of SmackDown a if, couple years ago. If you
3: ever dated, like, a really hot girl for a second, then you can kind of, like, when she dumps you immediately, which she will, mm-hmm. everybody, uh, you can date out of your league for a second.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh The thing that happened recently in WWE that I noticed the most was that, like, so the Miz and Alberto Del Rio are now faces, Mm -hmm. like. Which is really weird because Alberto Doria was especially like he was an evil dude, yeah, and he it, was it's a real asshole. It's amazing
4: that the one I would have thought being a face would have worked out for is not working out so sort well. The Miz not working out so well. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's
3: that? he's he's the reality show dude, right?
4: Yes, well, he's still just the Miz though. I mean, he's just, yeah, He's, he's just, still a loud mouth. He's still annoying. Mm-hmm. Famous for no real good reason. Yeah. And his whole claim to (laughs) fame was like people hated him because he was a reality show guy and he fought against that and he became a WWE star. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you think you take that like I'm fighting against the odds kind of story and kind of make that like his whole push. But it's not. He's just this annoying like he has this. He has a talk show every week, Ms. TV, Mm -hmm. where he just says his same stupid catchphrases he had when he was a
6: bad guy yeah, I I don't really see the difference other than he smiles more he acts yeah. fair but the same with like Alberto Del Rio like he uh, so I saw the opening to Raw this week which was really strange because for, I forget that Mr. McMahon just comes out and like he's I've This was uh, Mr. uh, Vince Mr. McMahon Uh, Mr. McMahon That's his
4: character's name
6: Uh, Well but that's the thing I, I read this on Grantland And I think it's true Is that Vince is not Vince anymore Like he's gotten So relaxed into his role That he just kind of Shows up, and and he's like, hey, I'm Mr. McMahon. I'm here to host this week. Listen to me.
3: Everybody's (laughs) hired.
6: (laughs) Well, yeah. No, but he'll say things like, yeah, I don't think that's very interesting, Vicky. Let's do something else. And and so this week, Big Show came out, and he was whining like, I was ready for that match with Del Rio, and I think you're being nice to him just to get all these Latino fans to like him. (laughs) And then people start... Uh, you know, Daniel Bryan's thing is yes, 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 and the audience now going C, C, C <laughs> for for them. And then uh, Big Show goes, why I are you I'm saying not. C? What's wrong with it? What is going on with the letter C here? <laughs> I don't understand." It, was that why Paul White was trending? Uh, yeah, the Big Show was trending, just
5: because he was the opening <laughs> of the show. Yeah, I thought oh, okay. I thought
3: he, some, there was rumors that he was dead <laughs> no. as a result of trending.
5: Well, if anyone's name trends, it's like, did they die? Uh-oh. No,
3: WWE... Makes it their
4: business to trend. Already, by the way, I didn't God even know people still measured things being trending
6: on Twitter. Well, I don't is think most place people you can find that raw yeah. did, uh, WWE finds it very you, important. Oh, you and, your, you and your, your tweet
3: deck. <laughs> oh, yeah.
6: but yeah, they 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 love it. And what well, the Rock is. Half of his fucking promos are about about we're true. gonna get this trending worldwide boots to asses yeah. cookie puss.
5: It's uh, <laughs> my, <that's> my favorite <laughs> British puppet. <laughs> mm. Come on, that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I remember that. Bat, that.
4: That's the thing. Like he bat. tried to make something trend that wasn't even. It's not. A, that's not even a national thing. <laughs> cookie puss. it's, yeah, a, it's Dar- a Carvel is, ice cream,
3: yeah. which is a I primarily East Coast thing. Yeah. I've never
6: seen That's it. how I'd heard. And Carvel, I remember right before I left Florida, you would, at some supermarkets, you would start seeing Carvel cakes in the, like, the fudgy section. Yeah.
4: And that was, that was the more popular. <laughs> yeah. But Cookie Puss, well. a better made cake. Like, just
6: in general, The Rock gets to be. He gets to be TVPG 13. Yeah. He doesn't have to be TVPG. <laughs> he gets to show
3: his tits briefly. <laughs>
6: well, no, but I mean, their whole thing is like, you're yeah. TVPG. But The Rock. The Rock's catchphrases aren't TVPG. You can't say yeah. "shove something up sideways up your ass" or yeah. "your candy ass" or and all his, the many ways he loves asses. The <laughs> last
4: episode of Raw was him doing songs about uh, one of the was, Rock
6: concerts. Yeah, so those. he yeah he did what? one
4: about how Vicky Guerrero is a cheap-looking prostitute, and another song about Audrey. how Paul Heyman is a fatty. Uh, with, uh, yeah, with he, I think twinkie he called Twinky. Yeah, twinkie tits, and also <laughs> that he can't see his own. Penis, uh. man
6: see that does not fit with the new be a star wwe it does not fit that's the name of their anti-bullying campaign be
4: yeah you want to talk about misogyny gaming has nothing on wrestling <laughs> oh sometimes.
3: man well, yeah. well i made the joke i called myself the male booty <laughs> uh or, we were somebody damn it who tweeted at me i'll look it up but uh, somebody tweeted at me like uh 1980s early 90s wcw promotional images
4: that there is a uh, it's a uh, with leather this uh a sports site, mm-hmm. they have a gallery of WCW trading cards. And I don't
3: know who the person was. It was just labeled as just woman. Yes. Next yeah. page, a different woman named Booty.
4: Yes, well, Booty babe. That, well, that was Kimberly Page.
6: Woman is more oh, famous. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. Woman <laughs> is more famous as the murdered Miss Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She gave birth to a son
4: who's not, <laughs> who was not good enough for not good <laughs> enough. Water. Make it funnier,
6: Dave. Go. I
4: can't. Go. I wish I could. Maybe a little later.
6: but sorry, Jesse. Yeah. You didn't know who woman was. So maybe, no, uh, she was a really good valet. No, she's such Ken a nice Sullivan. <laughs> she, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, another thing I liked about this raw. Is <laughs> that um, they named the first Hall of Fame inductee of uh, 2013, yep. and it's Mick, Mick Foley, Foley, which is so awesome. I love. Slinger sent me that link, and just, I love Mick
3: Foley too.
5: Just the deadpan, like <laughs> matter of fact way. Like you might know her better as the um, <laughs> murder victim. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> one still of Chris Benoit's two You still wouldn't even the dignity of using her real name. It's just still Miss Benoit. <laughs> it's Nancy. Nancy Benoit. Sullivan was
6: Nancy, Nancy Sullivan. Sullivan Nay, oh, yeah. Nancy Benoit. Oh,
4: yeah. yeah, she used to be married to uh, Kevin Sullivan. Uh, and then MCW, when she think? was
6: doing a storyline of Chris Benoit stealing his wife, then Chris Benoit in reality stole his she wife. She was arrested
3: too. He stole her <laughs> life. Yes, and then Yeah she lost her last match. Oh. Uh.
6: <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Mick Foley, oh. uh, he's, he's. Bad been, reviews abound for that. Mick <laughs> Foley <laughs> has been long deserving of getting in the Hall of Fame. I think the only reason he wasn't before was because he was in TNA. Yeah. Know, yeah. Like, and so now he's back,
5: nice and fat and fun. And, yeah, I went mm-hmm. to see him at. Uh, my, He spoke at my college. Uh, oh, wow. Really? My university. Uh, I think like my last year there, he came and he talked and just. I guess he was whenever he had a book out around 2003 or four. Uh huh. I think they had the man it was he was mankind on the cover of that book. I can't remember. Okay, well uh, that would have been his first book, haven't nice I? Stay his tale a tale, of, a tale of blood, sweat and sweat socks. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, somewhere around oh three oh four, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he was really great. I mean, he was super friendly. I mean, what you would expect about meeting yeah. him. and then but then you got to go backstage and take a picture with him, and he was just super polite. You took a
3: picture with Mick
5: Foley. I don't. I, I went with a friend who was still who was still into wrestling at the time, and that was when I. By that point, I was really out of it, mm-hmm. but I knew who he was, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll totally go see him talk." But uh, he got his book signed, and I took a picture of him with him. Oh, so cool! It was cool. Well,
6: a, I, he is deserving of it. And this week they had like a, a reunion of the Rock and Sock Connection, which yeah. was also pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm.
4: So, yeah, it, wondering I, if the Rock will induct him into the Hall of
6: Fame. Mm, it's, yeah, it's him or Terry Funk. Ooh, I bet it's I'll a, be Terry Funk.
4: Yeah, but like him at. Uh, you know Garden, what, The, the Triple H sandwich?
6: could play the thing. He'd be like, hey, I retired you. I should be the one to do it. Me, yeah. Triple H. I'm a huge star. I'm the future. Uh, <laughs> and lastly, the fucking Ric Flair showed up, too. Like, yes, again. Truly? Because I, I forgot Ric Flair was on the first <clears throat> episode of Raw. He was yes. in a loser leaves town match with uh, 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 Mr. Mr. Perfect. Perfect.
5: Yes, he was. Huh, I, I didn't remember that.
6: It was one of his last. It was his last match in WWF before going back to WCW. I want to start a charity
3: based around loser leaves town competitions <laughs> for everyday things. Like, no, no, we'll finance. Part of the move, yeah. But this is very real. <laughs> this a is a loser leaves, leaves
6: town, town to hopscotch.
3: No, no, you they did not. They should call them
4: Kickstarter matches. Yeah. Loser has to be kickstarted.
3: Yeah, you, you did not sell as many uh, sell as much real estate this month. Yeah.
4: One of my favorite parts of, the, of uh, the 1,000 episode of Raw was uh, they had Ric Flair come back, and he was being interviewed by the Miz, and that and you know Miz now that he's a good guy, he was you know being a fanboy about it, and then Antonio Cesaro, who is this, uh, he's an anti-American wrestler. But who speaks
6: six languages? Yeah, he, so he's smart. He's yeah. smarter
4: than. He came out and he talked about how Americans <laughs> like spend too much and are greedy. And he actually brought up how Ric Flair is so damn bad with money. Yeah, and these were
6: all true statements he was making. Yeah, yeah, yeah like was he how roasted? he roasted.
3: What was he ro- being roasted? Now no, no, was,
4: he, this was this was a bad was a, guy at coming. The heel and, was oh, okay. getting
6: heat by
3: talking
4: bad, shit on Ric yeah. Flair, yeah. saying like how he's. Earned twenty million dollars in his career and spent thirty million. Mm-hmm. That's all he's earned. And how he
6: said that—that's uh, that's being generous. The four for the four horsemen stands for four ex-wives.
3: Yes, but I, I'm sorry. I just imagine Rick Flair of all people had a little more than twenty million. Like he's—he, uh,
6: really, you should read that Grantland thing. Oh, yeah. it's an amazing. It'll article. say exactly how he wasted thirty million dollars. Well, part of that is the four ex-wives that he just goes like. Well, here's here's a diamond ring. Here's another diamond yeah, ring. Can we think before
3: the end of the episode the perfect commercial sponsorship for Ric Flair?
6: <laughs> well, he just did uh, icy hot. Some, no, he should do icy hot. That's mm-hmm. sh- the, I just saw a Shack commercial. For yeah, icy I saw the Shack one. But uh, no, he did one for some bullshit energy drink. I forget what it was.
5: So, but he's yeah. he was on TNA up until I mean recently, right? I think so. And yeah, he's yeah. quite a coup. Yeah. WWE yeah. took him back. So they took him back. Okay, because when I saw him. Last May on TNA, he because I only watch literally twice a year now when I go home. When I go home oh. Memorial Day weekend, when I go home at Christmas, but it was like he looked like a corpse that could barely walk. He still does. I mean, I mean, he looked like like please but, go home and go to bed, sir. You need WWE, to a corpse
3: with albino cotton candy.
5: WWE for hair. uses
6: him better though. They're it's not still not
4: like not great. Yeah, they're they're still not covering up that this is a man who's almost in his seventies, and he his his interview with the Miz sake. there was slight bits of dementia popping uh, through like him just like really just sort like of just forgetting like, where he is just he's randomly really like yelling his stupid catchphrases where it's not applicable and it's just like Uh-oh. can you not put together a coherent
6: Interview anymore? Because I he
4: can't tell.
6: He should have stayed retired when he retired. Like he really—that was the time to retire—and mm-hmm. not he, according to his. Checking well, report. if he, yeah, if he had saved his money or not married, that just just have her live with you. You don't have to marry her. And <laughs> it, like it's these marriages are costing you a lot of money. Right you there. don't
3: understand. Sleep with sleep with a woman half your age and see how you feel <laughs> afterwards. You want to give her everything.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That uh, that would be sixteen for you. Would be yes. Oh man,
3: what
5: are so what? Are, what a break I had. This. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so, how old is The Rock getting at this point? Like he's th- he's 30, 41, forty one. Oh, Really?
4: Yeah, because I remember he celebrated his thirty ninth birthday two years ago on Raw. So mm-hmm. what a 49. weird
5: celebration. <laughs> <laughs> not, I won't be back for forty, but thirty nine. Let's do it up.
4: But yeah, I mean that's still mm. that's somewhat. Young for some of the like I think the Undertaker's probably 47 uh, 40, Yeah, and at least, he's only
6: that old. Really? Like yeah. he's gotta stop like, start yes. when he was a teenager? Uh he started in as Mid- the Undertaker yeah, over the, twenty years ago. Yeah. He's like mid-20s. He's,
3: he's been the Undertaker for as long as I've been paying attention to wrestling. But
6: before yeah. that he was Callus Mark Callus. Mm-hmm. And he drove a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't? Uh man, remember when everybody was wearing Gravedigger t-shirts? Yes. <laughs> The, you know, there's one thing I don't like about The Rock's character these days. Uh, watching him on TV is that, like, his promos are just—they're always the greatest hits of like. Oh, yeah, uh, comes out finally the. It doesn't matter, candy. Like, it's just he hits the same beats every yeah. fucking time. Jabroni, Jabroni, Jabroni. Though he does fit in some funny stuff in between, new things in between there, but he always has to do the greatest hits because the. But it's because the crowd wants to hear it. That didn't really set in for me until I was there. I got to go to Survivor Series live, not last year, the year before, where Rock wrestled. And when you're live in the audience and you get to hear The Rock do a Rock promo, like you shoot. you do want to hear him say, "At last, The Rock yeah. has returned." Like
5: mm-hmm. you always you want to hear those things, and you want to go along with every word he says. But like what you're saying about the candy ass and his various asses, um, <laughs> like. Has it toned down? Because like I, you know, I, I didn't watch Raw ever as much as I was watching WCW, and then when it totally imploded, I was just like, "Well, I'm I'm, I'm, out. Done. This, I'm this, out." This is like, a good time. <laughs> a good time as any to get out. Um, but like, I mean, I was very much aware of the Raw and Nitro mm-hmm. war, and it was like that Attitude Era was very much like the thing, and that was a lot of cussing and whatever. But like, it, are they backpedaling now? And and now Raw and now Rock comes back and still is trying to do that.
6: Yeah, the yeah. rocks. I'd say the rocks character has been basically the same since he got back. Everybody else around him is TV PG. Like, yeah, so it's really weird. They,
4: yeah. Well, that was a thing that was tied to the fact that Linda McMahon, Vince McMahon's she wife, wanted was, to was, be a senator. Yeah, and and now she's failed that that twice. So they don't necessarily have to keep being TV once you fail
6: twice to be elected as a senator in a, in a, such a huge. Thing she yeah. did with a big enough failures like that,
5: you don't run for senator again. But I mean, now that, I mean, it just seemed like that's. Uh, what time period did that happen? Like, at what point did she start running and then it started getting tamer? It's uh, around. Uh, what, it was the two thousand six election. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what when would you classify the actual end of the cl- the golden age of attitude? It's hard to say. You could say it was the end of the
6: WCW battle. Yeah. Or, uh, so like around two 2000- thousand. 2001. 2001 the, then one, in 2004, two. like, they tried to reclaim it with, like, they made Edge the rated-R superstar where he was yeah. like, I'm going to have a live sex act on TV. And
5: like, oh, that sounds great. And,
6: like, Lita was showing underboob all the yeah. time and stuff. So they were still sexing it up into the mid-2000s. Twa-
4: oh, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I think it it really ended when the whole Chris Minwa thing happened and yeah, they had to tone down the violence yeah. as a result of that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I could see because that. of, yeah, then as a result they also kind of became less profane. Then, they yeah. just
6: wanted to have less attention drawn and then upon Then the it. FU became the attitude uh, adjustment and the yeah. STFU became yeah. the STF. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck? Yes. Yeah. No, the, actually I don't know what STF stands for. I know it's a move, but I don't know yeah. what STF stands for.
4: Something something face lock. Mm, face step, lock. Step over to hold face lock, I want to say. I think that's right. I could, I'm probably 33 and a third percent wrong you about that. <laughs> Well, these numbers, Dave
6: Rudd knows! These numbers don't lie.
4: <laughs> yes. So, this being the 20th anniversary, I, I asked all of you for suggestions about your favorite raw memories over the last 20 years. Uh, uh, Chris, I didn't get one from you, but yeah. I, I want to assign one to yes, you that I think please. you will like. Hopefully I have it queued up properly. Let's see.
1: Thank you, Chris Benoit is one of the most talented individuals I've ever uh, known in my life. Uh, anytime I've ever seen a guy work... It didn't matter if there's 15 people in the in the building or if there's 30,000 people in the building. Anytime Chris Benoit went to the ring, he gave it 120% every single night of the week. And uh, I didn't get a chance to wrestle Chris a whole lot of times, but one of my favorite matches my whole career was wrestling Chris Benoit in his hometown of Edmonton, Canada. Uh, at one of my favorite matches with the guy. and. The guy is probably one of the most honest people I've ever met in my life. Uh, <laughs> one of the most hardest working people I've ever known in my life, and uh, I'm going to miss the guy. He's one of the, one of those guys that, you know, everything could be falling down around him, but you never would know it by talking to Chris All right. because he always well, held everything together. He kept everything he just always. Is so that so cold and generous mm-hmm. with with everything? We're He's
4: being fine. somber I'm about accomplish. the, friend, the and, death uh, of his friend Chris. Well, I,
1: I say that I'm going to miss him. <laughs> I <don't... laughs> very much, very much. and... <laughs> I don't want. I know. wish he was still with us and <laughs> <laughs> see I have and uh, respect for Chris Benoit. Wish he hadn't murdered and his, and his I family. Sure wish that he was still with us. I love w- you, Chris. Uh,
3: I will only say Chris Benoit has become this funny thing to me from podcasting. I'm not so much you, but Shane Patterson. Like we mentioned him one time, obviously made a light joke during, about a wrestling game with a Chris Benoit joke, and Shane answered to the effect of. He's history's greatest monster, and I'm yeah, like, that was re- like, <laughs> and it was like, so it was like so outlandish and old lady like that, like it became this thing. Like I, I remember oh, that bring it up what I do like there, I really like that to talk about someone like that. His name should be able to be brought up in the in the context of yeah. the, the the things he did professionally. Well, the very
4: specific context of that, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about it, was that the night after it happened, mm-hmm. WWE didn't have all the facts about it, so. They didn't want to do a regular episode of Raw, so they decided to do a Chris oh, Benoit
6: tribute show, just as they'd done with Eddie Guerrero and and a couple yeah a couple years
4: before yeah, so this was there was no audience, so it was like they sent on the audience, yeah, so it was wow. j r and uh, and the king talking about highlights from his career. They had clips of superstars eulogizing. Chris but, Benoit but, showing you know, his best matches
6: of his career but that Steve Austin clip probably I'd say three up at, at he's within three hours of finding out what really happened yeah like, and there's actually some of the clips in there the are them talking after like there's a Steve Stephen Regal had a clip on there where you could tell Regal was hearing that it was a, a triple homicide or it was a double homicide really? and that he he says I can't speak to the man, but I always had respect for him as a worker. Like he says something like that, like because he, <laughs> man, I he hope kind that, of knows. There's, what's a, up. there's
3: definitely a more interesting and sadder story here to be told, and I know that the WD. I hate that WWE controls so much because now he just can't be mentioned mm-hmm. because it conjures up thing nasty things. But someday, do a really good documentary, maybe what led to this, mm-hmm. how this happened, and where he came from, because he has an interesting backstory, right? <laughs>
6: yeah. yeah, relatively. Yeah. I mean, he was just. He wanted to be a pro wrestler. He loved the Dynamite Kid. He just wanted to be the Dynamite Kid, who was half of the British Bulldogs with the guy we know as the British Bulldog.
4: Yeah. He should have known that just watching the Dynamite Kid, his Dynamite career Kid was cut
6: super short. Because and- he took hard hits yeah. all the time and destroyed his neck and brain. That's what <laughs> happened. But You're like Chris Benoit wanted to take super hard hits, and he came from a hard-hitting school. Like He, he got taught by Stu Hart, yep. and that which is all about... Old school, old school wrestling, and same with after that. Then he went to Japan and learned there, and Japan is even harder, hardcore than than Stu Hart's dungeon. <laughs> like it's it's
5: real. It can be really cruel. <laughs> I just remember uh, in the nineties um, when I would flip back and forth in the commercials of Nitro and go to Raw, and I would never wouldn't watch Raw a great deal. I was always much more of a Nitro person, but I would occasionally end up seeing commercials. Well, when commercial breaks are on, you always want to flip around to do something. Because yeah. this is back when you didn't have a phone to look at, or, you know, like.
6: <laughs> or you weren't watching this on Hulu or yeah, something. Yeah, it's
5: like, you're like, well, Jesus, I'm here with my thoughts for at least six <laughs> minutes, and this is horrible. So uh, I've read your- this EGM cover to cover, and what else can I do? I don't, I don't have time There's to. You know, newfangled PSPs or. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this Game Boy's not doing it for me. So uh, I also flipped through the channels, and I just remember seeing like, a commercial for Melrose Place, and it was Benoit's music. Like <laughs> next yeah, Monday, you know, Melrose yeah. plays, bam bam, 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 and it was 100 percent the exact song uh, Benoit's entrance music, <laughs> which is pretty good, yeah, pretty good entrance music. I remember E Entertainment Television recycling uh, a lot of WWE really? themes,
6: yeah. Odds are those. If would it didn't be, have lyrics, then... they did a true Hollywood story on Benoit too, which was just. They're
3: odds are those sounds come standard with uh, Final Cut GarageBand or Pro Tools. <laughs> I
6: do have one happy, my, one of my happier memories of Benoit from performing on Raw mm-hmm. uh, was during his really good only title run where it, he uh, was feuding with Triple H, and this was back when Triple H didn't lose to anybody except... He kept losing to Benoit, and they had they had an Iron Man match on Raw, which was awesome. Iron Man match, in case you don't know, means mm-hmm. sixty minutes, yeah. and the one who gets the most pins within that sixty minutes. And so they have this awesome hour long match, even though it had guest appearances by Eugene, the happy <laughs> retarded person. But uh,
5: it was. Is there still, any other kind? They got to work on that name. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it was a really great. It was a really really great match. But anyways.
4: I think you may have mentioned it amongst your I mean it doesn't lend well to to clips but uh, you meant the mentioned the Shawn Michaels John Cena match which That's was, also, one of my was one of my favorites. It was also dances. an hour long match but like there was no indication that it was going to be when it was yeah, happening. Yeah, it was, it was
6: 40 minutes of TV really? it was an
4: hour long. It was something that started halfway through and they—it
6: only happened because Randy Orton was a piece of shit and had to be sent home and couldn't do his planned final match of the night. So wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I, so they I had just to thought... have a mania rematch. They're like, fine, we're gonna make this special mania rematch for respect. Yeah, that's what it was about.
4: But it was something that started halfway through the episode. And mm-hmm. how long was Hogan
6: Steamboat? Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you 20 mean 20 Savage Steamboat or Mania, 3? First yeah, Mania Three? First time Mania Three. That yeah. was about a half hour. Okay. Yeah,
5: man, I love that match. It's So
6: good. There were so Mania uh, Steamboat and Ric Flair had about seventy hour long matches that were amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. you only need to watch three of them, right? right, get right. The gist of it.
4: But, I did uh, try watching recently. I forget which Netflix collection it was a part of, but it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart Iron Man match and it's hard to watch in one sitting. it's city.
6: not the strongest uh, it was it was amazing to watch the first time but when you watch it again it doesn't hold up all that well mainly because neither to make it more interesting one of them should each of them should have given up a pin to the other yeah. like going scoreless for 60 minutes actually made it less yeah. interesting but
4: anyway. half hour that's like that's a sweet spot it, yeah. you are know, like Multiple Wrestlemania matches will will go to a half hour. Yeah, yeah. If, it, if
6: the main event of Mania is not a half hour, then you feel kind of screwed yep. over. Like,
4: yeah. All right. So let's move on to more uh, raw, oh. raw memorabilia clips. Um, this one, sorry, it has a, a Zeusk uh, ad. Or we could also play okay, it. Okay, book the date. Damn right I'm going to book the date. No, this ad. <laughs> Jesus Seriously, Christ, dude. It's
5: everywhere.
2: you ain't nothing but a loser. That's what
4: you
5: are.
2: You lost the dance contest. And you know what?
5: Oh, God. I
2: I bet you tonight. Is this the... (laughs) Wait a minute. minute. Now, if you want to see a real old school OG do it like it's supposed to be done, hit my boy JR's music, man. Wait a minute, Uh,
5: (laughs) <laughs> I don't
2: need no music
4: This is Jim Ross rapping
2: Solo don't This is great,
4: this, is great.
5: <coughs> this old, old, old man
0: <laughs> You're a damn fool The king beats you Like a government mule
2: Jesus
0: raw Cause you ain't You ain't on my level Applesauce Not 11 Okay then Michael Cole, you're a damn fool. The king beats you like a government mule. I should be calling Raw, because you ain't got no talent. You, uh... Oh, I know. Wait a minute. I got it. You, uh... (laughs) Kiss the king's feet. Now you can kiss my ass. How's that?
2: Cursing. I never said I was a rap Oh yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Right oh,
4: there. Please stop it. That is Please. like Ouch. listening to Hank Hill trying to formulate Ouch. a rap.
3: Ouch.
5: I just, <laughs> love, I just love the like stall for time, let my brain think while I you do the automatic <laughs> response of, oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. Oh, God, I don't have
3: anything else to say. We all are understanding that that was a really fat beat, though.
6: I I, I just love when the wrestlers always go, the fact of the matter is, they always say, the fact of the matter is before they think of what their next line Mm -hmm. is supposed to be. But that was just, (laughs) man, just so bad. Though I, I normally hate Michael Cole, but I actually loved evil Michael Cole because he was just like he was becoming everything people hated him for. Like that's what yeah. I loved about him. He was making fun of Jim Ross. He was making fun of everybody else when they flubbed. I loved when he. <laughs> it was a clip I saw in a Bachmania where they were in Green Bay. And uh, oh, and, uh right. the truth. Our truth comes out. He's like, "What's up, Milwaukee?" No, he goes, "What's up, Green Bay?" And they're in Milwaukee, <laughs> and everybody boos him. And then Cole, if normally if Cole was sticking to the script, he would cover for the people <laughs> booing him. But he's, he's like, "No, this is Green Bay. This is Milwaukee." <laughs> yeah, and he stands up. He's like, <laughs> "Milwaukee." <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. I miss. Yeah. I miss Evil Cole. Now he's just yeah. Cole. Uh, does he
5: also run on Whole Grain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gears 3 joke, anybody? Oh, uh, sorry. I kind of forgot train. that game. Coltrane runs on Whole Grain?
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coltrane. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, awful,
4: I just don't know how that clip even came together. Yeah. If you're going to do a wrap-off on <laughs> live TV, yeah. they had the Would beat you- ready. Yeah, you had the beat. not have the, Do yeah, not yeah. Have the lines. He forgot his lines. I don't like know. he just,
6: he should have had somebody in I his get. ear saying the lines to him at oh, least. Government <laughs> mule.
4: Yeah, even that government mule. Seriously, that line over and over. That again. line seems too clever to be
3: come up with. A no, line. he
6: obviously he forgot his lines. Like that's what happened. It's, he was going <laughs> off book, and he forgot. His right lines. on the brim of his stupid hat. <laughs> He doesn't even like having that hat. Like they gave him that hat when he started at WWF, and they're like, "You're going to be a character. You're wearing a hat. You're good old JR." He's like, "I
3: hate this dumb hat. (laughs) I ain't no hick."
6: (laughs) Yeah, you are. Sorry, Well he is an Oklahoma hick, Mm -hmm. uh, and he loves the big hosses. But that was Booker T. On there. Don't Mm -hmm. didn't I name some funny Booker T. quotes? Rambo. uh, This one, Uh, I
5: can think of one. Well
6: uh, no, this is different. It's <laughs> <laughs> not related to this. This is a deeper cut than yeah. that scene.
4: Well, we'll see how this turns out. I just clicked on Booker Booker T and Gold Dust funny moment. God, let's Gold see. Dust. Let's see if it actually it is.
2: Hey, make the Vic Show next now. Man, tell me you're not dressed like that. Man, put that thing away before you put somebody on with it. Who you supposed to be tonight?
4: Ah! Gold dust dressed as Darth Vader. Oh,
3: uh, really? And gold, I hope.
0: Uh, the Force is strong with you. But
2: you are not a Jedi yet. Look, man, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But <coughs> I ain't no Star Wars geek. I ain't never watched the movie and never will. <laughs> Booker, it's not about that.
3: That's it's the only thing that makes us feel dated. In
2: <laughs> our splendid plan. It's about me. Con- Star Wars will never be mainstream
0: or bought by Disney. marvelous plan tonight. If you will only go over there, relax, get your mat gone, and get ready. I will be
2: back. Let me see here.
6: What could he you played with the lightsaber? <laughs> He's making the noise.
2: <laughs> I'm about to get medieval, man. It don't matter whether you're a Stormtrooper or the NWO. Your ass is about to get waxed by the five-time Master Jedi Champion. Now I can't you take that, sucker?
4: Yeah. yeah. I was really hoping there would be some gold dust. Uh, yeah, there Tourette's wasn't much there.
6: gold dust sexual yeah, tension in that scene. So.
5: so he's never watched the movies, but then knew... The joke was that he was saying, "I ain't no nerd."
6: Oh, he is a geek. <laughs> that's the
5: that's the joke, I think. But, so that is that during the era where uh, NWO decided to come back and yeah. made a very limp dick approach yes. at uh, <laughs> and coming Scott to Hall vomiting on himself. But
6: uh, no, the funny uh, what I liked about the team of Gold Dust and Booker T was that they had no reason to be a tag team. Yeah. Like, one was a street-talking jive dude. And then keep other, going, keep going. And then the other was a gold-painted homosexual. And yeah. then the two of them together, just like, Booker T was always like, "Quippy, it's so weird. Stop it. I don't get you. Why are you so gay? And then Goldust is like, come on, we can be the best of friends. Let me just rub your back. <laughs> That's and it, not a good message to send people. It's, it's but they being, eventually came over. They came to appreciate each other and and became tag team champions. Nice. <laughs> Worked on an apple butter farm. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Goldust now? Is he just? I, dust? He's, he's just fat. Yeah, he's yeah, just a fat guy. Just teaching people. He, teaching. People? He's a road agent now. Is what they call him. Yeah. Where you just, you're on the road, you're helping, like, you just give tips to the young guys. Sometimes you even just plan out matches. Does like, he
5: still have to put all the gold on? on? <laughs> no. But why But Who
6: would respect that Occasionally he does appear as
5: Gold Dust. Yeah, like, I just made, love the gold idea gold of Dust him, him special having to still wear a suit and, like, go out as Gold Dust. He keeps like, having to get his unitard let out. Yeah, Professor Gold Dust <laughs> teaching the class.
3: <laughs> getting gold everywhere.
5: Uh, no one wants to ride in the bus with him because they're just going to come out covered in glitter. Uh, all
4: right on, on the topic of nwo and the rock this actually i think it happened during pay-per-view but it is one of my favorite rock clips of all time so i'm gonna play oh, this is the rock yeah, is facing
2: That's off against the, the nwo hey, how about a shot come on okay I'll take, it, I'll take it picture with the rock yes sir for your son
4: yeah no here's Matt.
2: okay
7: man. you guys get in there. ready we're comes <laughs> to the people's
2: face.
1: What did you just say?
0: Ah, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, no. Doesn't matter what you just said. See, you shouldn't have said that. Rocco's being a man. No problem. Picture for your son. No problem. will tell you what you could do with that camera. You, Chico, Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> that camera shut it right up your nose. And then what you do? You give it to your big buddy, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. You turn sideways, and then you give it to him. Give it to Hogan. Hogan, you take that camera. It's already shined up. Turn sideways. Eat your vitamins. Say your prayers. And stick it straight up all your candy (laughs) asses.
6: And then NWO died The next week (laughs) I was gonna say (laughs) P.S. Your company's dead (laughs) Well by beating By having a match With The Rock He killed NWO Like uh, when Hogan Fought The Rock That was the end Of the NWO There was a documentary
5: That was Was it just released?
6: The NWO? Uh, Just on It's new on Netflix It's on
5: Netflix Yeah yeah, it's new on Netflix And I watched it And it's actually It really reminded me I'm watching it tonight
6: Have you watched The CM Punk (laughs) one guys? No No, I've had no time To watch that It's a good dude. We
3: also Beneath this article We link to a brand new DVDs you can buy, but
5: no, that so. NWO documentary really like man. That's my favorite era. Of, really of, put of me. Wrestling. It also helped me put like some timestamps on things because the first thing that got me into it that like sucked me back in from being a kid and having a vague interest in wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, just because Hogan and Undertaker and Natural Disasters and anyone <laughs> that was in a video game, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. But, yeah, that Starcade 97 was where I, like, totally came on board. And I remember sitting in a room, and this is, like, something I have a hard time even wrapping my head around now. Maybe this still happens. I Mm -hmm. don't don't know. But, like, that – like, a friend ordered that, and I – I mean, I wasn't watching wrestling really, but I threw just sheer osmosis of pop culture, knew something was happening in wrestling, and it was really popular. And Mm -hmm. at that point, realizing that the outsiders and all that stuff had been going on for over a year already – and like yeah. Starcade 97 was, like, the peak of, like, Sting and Hogan and all that stuff, but then it carried all through 98, well, at least half the way through 98, but, um, I remember watching that Starcade pay-per-view at a friend's house, and it was, like, 30 people? Wow. Uh, like, it was an entire house full yeah. of people watching, this isn't, like, the age of, like, giant <laughs> HDTVs, this is, like yeah. like, somebody's... Oh, Wow. somebody's living room like that's how big it was that thirty people 27 inch yeah on, 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 like it's just nuts like there was no torrent there was no any like there was no option it was like who has cable who can actually sat satellite dish does anyone have a phantom satellite dish we can watch and like but the idea that that many people would go and watch a wrestling thing together and I'm sure people have wrestling parties and stuff anytime there's a big paper view yeah, i'm sure yeah. it still happens but like we're gonna do it again that's the only time like mm-hmm. i mean i mean i mean it was completely full to watch that pay-per-view. And I'm like, did that... I mean, that's the only time I ever saw it that big, because everything after that, it was like, yeah, we'll all get together and we'll watch them, but it's like six of us. (laughs) The women
3: did not come next time. Yeah,
5: well, there weren't many that time either. This was like, I was six... Well, I was 17 at that point, but I mean, it was just... Yeah, just thinking like, that's how... So watching the documentary really put me back in the mindset of like, it's super old and trite now, and it's like, ah, eh, lol, NWO, but it's like, yeah. when you watch that documentary, you're like, man, that really was super creative and against type and unexpected, and just the way it all plays out, and if you watch that documentary, you can really see how in an age of little to no internet, very slow news cycle, yep. you really wouldn't know, like, wait, are they really taking over? Yes. I don't understand. <laughs> my my like,
3: friend mine clued me into it, and like it, it took some catching up to, like, wait, is the NWO... Another wrestling thing that's actually invading, yeah.
5: yeah it's like, and it was two um, people who were on WWE the night before. Like Scott Hall was like his contract ran out Sunday night and Monday morning he shows yeah. up on Nitro and you're like, what? And there's no news cycle to know that those contracts are up, so you're just like, I don't. He's yeah, not supposed to yeah. be here, and he's antagonizing everyone, and he's just like in plain clothes throwing beer at people. Yeah. What the hell's going on? I saying, yeah, so I would I'm totally watching recommend it watching it. It's I would watch it again right now. I right. totally to well, my local Yellow Pages had a hotline you could call. What? It was a wow. free.
4: It was a it was a free hotline that wow. the Yellow Pages. It was a service they had. You could call for sports scores, but one of their lines was wrestling. Wow. And they would they would tell you about a person or like a a machine. It was a like a recording. Okay. So like every time you would call once a week, and they would say like this is what's going to happen on Raw. You've you reached
3: a wrestling. Raw was pre recorded yeah. half the time. So
4: I for like a good month I was blowing everyone in oh. my grades minds please finish the yeah, stab, blowing all their minds <laughs> I was saying like I remember telling them like uh Mabel's gonna turn bad this week just watch and like uh, how do you know the
6: phone oh this is an awesome (laughs) Shawn Michaels
4: is bringing Sid back this is
6: an awesome new feature they started doing on the Botchamania site which uh, he's only done one of them where it's a parody of those greatest matches things that WWE does where they interview both people who were in it and show you clips and everything so he he basically took two shoot interviews one from Mabel and one from Big Daddy Cool Diesel's, Kevin Nash, to go over their match from SummerSlam, which is one like an awful, awful match. And then they go, so to have their memories about a terrible match is funny enough. And like Mabel goes... You know, it didn't go all great, but I think we had a good match. I think it was a good match. And they cut back to Kevin Ashes like, that motherfucker. <laughs> I told him one of his moves is to just drop, just drop on top of you. And I told him my back can't take that. Do not do that to me. <laughs> and he did it. And I thought I was crippled from the, for the rest of the match. And I still had to do two off-the-top moves on him. And once we got backstage, I said, that was it. You, you are the worst. I cannot believe you. I chewed him out. Vince said he was fired right there. I said, hey, wait, Vince, don't fire him yet. Which that doesn't sound totally <laughs> believable to me about yeah. Nash. But, yeah, it was, it's a really funny clip.
5: Man, Kevin Nash forever is just at the height of all that crap. The, the the merchandising when it was just out of control like 98 99 for uh-huh. wrestling crap and it was just WWE at Full Blast and WCW at Full Blast yeah. just like everything just those micro those microphones <laughs> and they would just like it's a Goldberg one it's a Kevin Nash one it's a Hulk Hogan <laughs> one it's a Sting one and we would every Sunday cuz we do the usual like small town nothing to do we'd go mm-hmm. to Taco Bell and Walmart because they're the two things open all night <laughs> right? right and we just end up every week going to the same wrestling toy aisle, and there's just re- <laughs> like four recorded sound bites of Kevin Nash, but they're all like sounded like .75 speed. So it's like this
1: is Kevin Nash, too sweet, too <laughs> sweet, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! like big sexy is in
5: the house. <laughs> Too sweet, uh, and it's just every week we had to push the same buttons. Here come, uh, horrible. Sideshow Mel. Here comes Sideshow Mel. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, all right, we're uh, ready. Oh for you. man, the, the Hogan one though, really quick is just it was it was like you even recorded and pre planned for months. Mm-hmm. The best you could get was him repeating the same line twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just two different buttons. Two <laughs> different buttons. When NWO, you are NWO for life, brother. Second button, when you know me, you know me for life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that it's like, gee, you what? You couldn't think of one brother, other brother. is the more formal version, dude. <laughs> right. <That's, yeah. laughs> all
6: right, sorry. all
4: right. Um, so we'll close out with a, a I I couldn't find a, a perfect interview clip for me, but I. There was a stretch for about a year and a half where WWE Raw would have a special guest host every week. Yeah! And uh, I've queued up a few of them. The first one, I'll spoil right away. This is Jeremy Piven. (laughs) He's supposed to be hyping WWE SummerSlam. This is one of the core four pay-per-views. It's been almost every year.
6: 25, 26 years old.
4: Yeah, so... Should be like pounded into Jeremy Piven's head. Hype WWE SummerSlam. And uh, this is him setting a match.
7: You guys go back to LA, your home turf.
0: And if you lose, we will ban you from the Summerfest. You'll
2: be yes!
7: SummerSlam is what you're saying. i Summer slammed out! So wait a second. Oh, that, that's Ken Jones. That
6: God. <laughs> Summerfest? Yes. You show. Summerfest. Yeah. Summer
4: so, f- so that f- was that was the the, the dark side. Summerfest
3: of- is a Milwaukee um, <laughs> music festival, which I know Jeremy Piven is from the Midwest, so mm-hmm. he probably knows what that. Is.
4: So that that was the the the, the, the downside yeah. to having guest hosts when they obviously couldn't give a crap. Mm-hmm. Like, but once in a while, you would get like certain guest hosts that actually brought something cool to the show. Well, so like Chucky. Yes,
5: I don't have that cue. That, that,
4: was, that, that was, was a nitro, ni- was a was nitro, nitro I, clip. That I know, bro. but come on. Well, here, here's a more positive no, he wasn't a uh, host, clip from... Yes, please guess,
5: please uh, analyze the joke further.
1: You really aren't the same. Since my tag partner Evan Bourne got hurt two weeks ago, I mean, he's not just my tag partner. He's my friend.
7: Yeah, I understand. I know exactly what you mean, Mark Henry. I had something very similar happen to me recently. I got this really a gnarly PW? splinter, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't get it out. The thing got infected. It got bigger and bigger and full of pus until I just couldn't move without it causing me excruciating pain. But guess what happened? One night it came out in a hot bath, and then I didn't scream anymore. Everything was just fine. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: That's a great story, P. <laughs> 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 w. Wow,
7: tag one.
2: Wow, Mr. Herman Mr. Herman And that (laughs) is why I'm here to see you
7: Oh, uh, I'd
0: love
1: to be your tag partner I mean, you're an icon You're super strong (laughs) Yeah And you're my (laughs) idol
2: Just a man (laughs) Yes To give me a big hug
7: Okay (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Mark Henry Mark Henry Mark Henry (laughs) Can't breathe. Oh, So, Hey, I just realized what might cheer you up. How about a little Diva Twister? (laughs) Hi, Divas. I'm the official spinner. All right, here we go. All
4: right, some stupid spinning happens. It is
7: I, Pee-wee Herman. I'm taking a little time off this evening from my hit Broadway production, The Pee-wee Herman Show, to take over Monday Night Raw. (laughs) There'll be chills, spills. Drills. Plenty of surprises. <laughs> right, Lita. <Yeah. laughs> right, Pee Wee. Be there or be square. Pee Wee, Lita, come give us a hand. Ooh. Okay. Come <laughs> on, oh. 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 <laughs>
2: you.
4: It's a very low key thing for Pee Wee Herman <laughs> to even be hyping.
6: Yeah. I know all you people who watch WWE are going to go to my Broadway show. Yeah, it like, was airing
5: on H the whole Black of office.
3: All, all right, right. We, yeah, that's fine. But, but, hey, but I'm a pee nerd, and that, you didn't know that. No, but that voice is either Paul Rubens is old, or oh, yeah. he's he not, is old. Yeah, maybe was he was intimidated <laughs> and not trying very hard. But I've seen the special. He doesn't sound like that in the special. Well, like he was just getting his Pee-wee voice back at that point. Where was that? Where was that Pee-wee?
6: Mm-hmm. That's like two thousand
3: nine pH. Shut up, man. Know my PW. <laughs> All <right>. Mr. Herman.
4: <laughs> well, if you like that one, Chris, you'll definitely like this other guest host. Ernest, Let's Ernest, Ernest, see Ernest, if we Ernest. have
5: another. Oh Ernest. don't do that to me.
7: Hey, I'm so glad yeah. you're here. <clears throat> now, this new Muppet Labs energy drink I created is scientifically guaranteed to provide speed, power, agility, and fresher smelling breath. But you must get it to Santino right away. Scoot.
3: all important dialogue. Yep.
7: Hey, watch where you're going. Oh, look, like a Muppet. I heard you guys were here on route. Where you She's headed to? Well, well, what's the hurry, huh? Oh, you'd rather deliver this drink than stand here and talk to me. Is that what you're saying? No, nah, it's all right. Hey, Relax. You know what? I think I'm doing you a favor here, buddy. Whoops. Poured out a special formula. that better luck next time, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> sounds
3: like a shoe. And who if brought a rabbit?
0: <laughs> is there a problem here, fella? No problem. No problem at all. I didn't think so.
3: So this is uh, Seamus. Just a right.
5: distractingly white dude? Yes. Okay.
3: But he looks just like Beaker Within us standing next to one another. <laughs> it's
2: really great. It's it a, is. How's it going? No, <laughs> oh, I can't make the family reunion this year. Uh, <laughs> oh no, man. Listen, do me a favor. Will you please tell Aunt Teresa I said hello, yeah?
0: You're
2: a good man. You're a good man. Great to see you. Oh, what?
6: Uh, <laughs> and he spikes <laughs> They're the both spiking each other's hair. Perfect. I
4: love that (laughs) Raw was able to create canon in which Beaker and Seamus are (laughs) related.
6: I just like Uh. that Christian is like, oh, you're a Muppet. Like, no, look down. It's
5: a person (laughs) wearing a... Yeah, (laughs) I love that somebody had to like begrudgingly, some dude got his feet up off his table and was like, I have to update a wiki now
3: <laughs> that they are related. If anybody at this table can tell me Bunsen's last name, it will give you a dollar.
5: Honey,
6: dude!
3: Look oh, at Henry like, go. On, Look at him go. They actually expanded on the uh,
4: WWE Muppet relationship. <laughs> Please. Uh, at the, uh, the Tribute well, to the Troops this year. probably forecasting
3: the inevitable buyout. Yes.
4: But, uh, yeah, this year at the Tribute to the Troops, they had Daniel Bryan arguing with animal so he, so yeah like Dan- daniel bryan now says yes yes and no no like so he's yelling no while uh, animals. animal's yelling yes Do they Bugs wow. bunny each other? They do not. Oh. At the very end he call animal calls him goat face which is that's a thing cuz he has a giant beard. You're growing a beard much I, like him. I, it, yeah. I have to say yeah, Daniel Bryan says, I do not have a goat face. And then a goat Muppet comes up and says, Cousin Daniel? <laughs> so there, there's another. Yeah, I didn't even know that there was a particular goat Muppet, but
3: apparently. Yeah, they have also. every animal. A small promo for the Muppets' first appearance on WWE where Kermit does the John Cena, you can't see me thing, and just goes.
4: <laughs> it's, it's the
3: funniest thing I've ever seen. Wearing, wearing a mean, uh, me no see you, Minoku hat. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, see me hat. Uh, I'll stop talking. All
6: right. I also remember they had Shaq on one time, too, as the guest host. i the
3: greatest.
6: He uh, he implied he was going to have a match with Big Show, yeah. but he couldn't do it because he was an NBA player at the time. He can't wrestle.
5: Mm-hmm. I
4: didn't stop Dennis Rodman and...
6: Who the uh, they- well, uh, Dennis Carmelo. Rodman
5: don't care, man. Yeah. Dennis Carmelo. Rodman don't care.
6: Well, that was also in the summer. I think uh, they, were, <laughs> yeah. they were done. Yeah, also... <laughs> Uh, did you know about uh, Mickey Rourke was supposed to wrestle yeah, Chris yeah. Jericho but they weren't going to announce it until after the Oscars and Then Mickey Rourke stupidly just on red carpet was like I'm going to wrestle and then uh, Mickey Rourke's publicists were like no you can't say he's going to wrestle he might not win the Oscar they won't think he's taking it seriously then they're like fine he won't wrestle and then he didn't wrestle and then he didn't even win the Oscar anyway yep.
3: like, they, they were afraid oh, his face would unravel on
6: contact they did punch out he didn't punch out Chris Jericho yeah. at, but then again, man. it was better anyway because fu- I got to see that one live too. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Ricky Steamboat had it like it was yeah. his first time back in the ring in like ten years in a public thing. He he was so good. Mm-hmm. He fucking skinned the cat yeah. at, at his age. Skinning the cat means when you go over the top rope and you pull yourself back over without I touching know. the ground with uh, just using your arms. That means game it's game.
4: literally if you were like skinning a cat, yeah, <laughs> you would you would do that exact motion. I have no idea how that actually came.
6: I don't know why. Uh, well, but it's a carny. There's thing There's at least it's two ways a- to
3: skin one of those. I believe.
6: Right, mm. you're going to be seeing a lot of skinning the cat at the Royal Rumble this year. Yes. I bet. I bet you'll see it at least once.
3: Yeah, and uh, well,
4: that's where our next uh, or when our next Cheap podcast will cor- occur
5: Adventure. around. Yes. Do you know ahead of time who's going to be in the Rumble? Uh, or is, well, it, a, is it a surprise will, as they run out?
4: They're, I think there's probably... It sounds like 10 yeah, or so. Like, yeah, yeah, like 8 to 10 out of the 30 participants. Dolph, uh, uh, Cena, Seamus. Yeah,
6: Sheamus, yeah.
4: almost Orton. everyone who has a chance has said they're going to be in it, and then there will be 20 people or so who have no chance.
5: <laughs> be, what's that like emotionally to just be like, wow, my lifelong dream, I get to be the guy thrown out immediately in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You get to have funny moments, though. Yeah. You can still be memorable. There, yeah, I mean, the. Shout out to Super NES World Rumble. <laughs> really good game. We all miss you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, where the hell was I going with that? Uh, something about Tatanka, probably. had Tatanka. The,
4: the never Buffalo won the Royal and Rumble. Dances with Bulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll have a new episode around the World Rumble talk about our memories of that and our predictions for that mm-hmm. and perhaps have a show shortly thereafter. Ooh. I know people have wanted to hear our immediate reactions to Ooh, WWE pay-per-views, so I don't know. Maybe we'll all get together and talk about one of those
3: after it happens. Mm-hmm. TRU, TRU, Yes. Can you find out more? What is it? dot com.
4: Boom.
3: Yes. Always find the podcast there, and that's a part of the Laser Time podcast.
5: Yeah. There are other shows dot there, com. like... Cape Crisis the podcast about comic books uh, VG Empire the podcast about video game music uh vgempire.com and Laser Time podcast Why? Podcast. We like got to have quite a little empire
6: here, huh?
3: Yeah, I know. Every, Everybody's table line has a podcast. A, no one else uses that I'm line. I'm sorry. That's my <laughs> uh, show. Quite
4: a little <laughs> industry. Nobody can game. dance with me. Yes. <laughs> so only it I made Sit perfectly still.
5: <laughs> Even this show will be derailed <laughs> by <laughs> Simpsons cooks. Oh, man.
4: Uh,. Bret Hart was on The Simpsons once. Was he? Yeah. Oh, that? No. This place has old man stink. I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thank you for listening to this show full of old man stink. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back around the Royal Rumble.